Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, hello, hello. It's Private Talk Podcast time with your favorite Alexis Texas. And I'm excited for another episode. And I have a guest with me that I know you guys are going to love. And I've known you for quite some time. So I appreciate uh, you taking your time and coming. Uh, gracing me on the private talk couch. So welcome to Short to the Private Talk Podcast. Dope, dope, dope. Dope, dope. We always do it, dope, the private Sexy talk. Sexy ass voice that got the claps. How you doing? I'm, I'm doing great. Thank you for coming on Private Talk. I, um, you know, you didn't really know what this was, so I appreciate you just kind of diving in with me, and we're going to get uh, private, but, you know, not too private, but just the right enough. Okay, I see the notes on the floor. So you like that? You're cheating. Like, you're, you're you're one of those like, in class. You're cheating. I'm like you know some shit about me. Why are you scared though? We just, just want the truth here. Well, just don't Google me. Cause I want the truth. That's what we want here <laughs> at Private Talk. We want the truth from you. Too short. Private talk listeners, I hope you're going to like, subscribe, comment to this episode. You're going to love it. I know I haven't even started yet, and I have so many things because, you know, you saw those notes, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm just telling you that my Google is wrong. Wikipedia lies. I don't even go off of a Wikipedia. Okay. That's like, that's cheap. That's but there's like, a lot you know, of rumors in L.A. about me. <laughs> there's a lot. Well, here's time to like set them straight. So let private talk know what you have going on right now. Uh, I know well, you you're know, all over the place. I'm, I'm a music guy, in and out. I'm all about the music. So um, all these years, I never lost my love for music. The making music, um, working with famous artists, up and coming artists, talented musicians, producers. I just I'm really into it. So all my life, all my adult life, I've owned a studio, at least one studio, two studios. Right now, I have a um, facility with four studios. And I'm pretty much just focused on putting out music with up and coming artists and, you know, just doing a lot of mixing and mingling with artists and I do a lot of shows and stuff. It's just, it's music is my life. I, I, I have a philosophy that's like just till the wheels fall off. Just if it's getting money, let's get it. Yeah. I like that motto. I feel like maybe I've taken it on my own ways too. Cause I Mm -hmm. feel like mine was go big or go home, but definitely, you know, I don't, I'm never going home cause I always want someone to do. So you Mm -hmm. keep progressing. And that's why with me, this is why I wanted to start doing private talk. Cause it was the first place when a platform that I kindly got my voice to uh, get to talk to guests that, you know, I think that my listeners would like to do. And you got a sexy ass voice. I have a sexy ass voice. <laughs> so you should uh, subscribe and like to our channel too, since just because my voice, it tunes, you know, it trances you in to listen to what we're going to talk about. I'm in. You're in? I like that. So what does legend mean to you? Um, well, legend is, I mean, that's something that's like, it lives forever. And whatever, whether it's a story or a person and it's a legend and it's legendary, it just, it's bigger than the actual event or the actual person. It's something that means a lot to a lot of people. That's why they carry it forward. Now, I'm dealing with this thing where they keep saying, he's a living legend, living legend. Well, that's cool while you're walking around and people saying that, but to stand the test of time while you're alive is one thing, to be a living legend. They love me while I'm here. But for it to continue forever, that's a different story. So. To be a legend is yet to be determined. Do you think that's like a legacy thing? I feel like that's like the... I think it's a history thing. I just think that, you know, history is two words, his story. So, you know, you always get somebody's version of what they thought happened. And if you could be in that conversation 200 years from now, (laughs) 
You know what I'm saying? Like, it has nothing to do with you, your grandkids, your great-grandkids. I mean, your name will outlive so many names, and they'll just talk about you. I mean, however long it may be. That's just, that's legendary. Legendary. You did some shit. I like that. I like it, and I love it. So when you were doing um, Blow the Whistle, did you know that that was going to be such a timeless record at the time? Did you know it was going to be something that was going to be such an iconic song? You never know that a song is a classic when you're first making it. You don't, people say it, you feel good things. I, I, get, a diff, I get different feelings from certain songs while we're making them, and I get certain feelings after we make them, and I, we mix it down, and I listen to it a lot, and I'm like, the song really feels good. But it, in different ways, like some songs might be the turn up good, some songs might be emotionally good, and some songs might be the music is just so, sounds so good, it just sounds so good. But Blow the Whistle was a song that it was easily crafted in terms of uh, how fast the beat was made, how fast the vocals went down, and how it was. there was never any you know, doubt of where to go with the song. Except it used to have rock guitars on it. Because okay. Little John is the producer, and at that time he was in that crunk rock era. He did this little thing for a while with crunk music with rock. And I I didn't want the rock guitars on there on that particular song. And we, you know, we we went back and forth with it a little bit, but it, it ended up we ended up taking the rock guitars off. And it's cool. It was it's timeless. I don't know how it got to be timeless. I don't know what that ingredient is. Um Jermaine Dupree once came to me and asked me, he said, What did you guys put in that song? What and this was like early on. He's like, What is that? Like what did y'all I don't know what we did. Like we just you just do what you do, you make a lot of songs. I mean, can we talk about uh, the industry? We can sure talk about everything. So you can never determine what was going to be magic on camera or even felt like magic. Or how people are going to perceive it. Exactly. All three of those. You yes. know what I'm saying? So when, when it's magic and you're like, oh, my God, I love that moment. Oh, my God, the camera loved that moment. And everybody who watches it loved that moment. You didn't know that was the best one out of all of them. You didn't know that. But there's that nothing of feeling inside of you that you had at the time that you were like, you know, was one more iconic than the other. Like, I mean, you're doing a lot of, you know, music and you still do. Like, is there something that does you still have something of feeling? And maybe not knowing it's Blow a classic. Whistle, but Blow the Whistle was one of those songs that we knew, I knew, playing it in the studio, playing it in my car before it was, re- before it was released. I knew this is a great song. Yeah. I knew it. But I, Timeless? Like I knew it was great for I made it I made it in two thousand and five. It was released in two thousand and six. I knew it was great for two thousand and six, but it's still great in twenty twenty. Like for sure, I feel like everybody knows that you can't not play that song and not know that that's a two show. And also, I've had a long hip hop career that I started at a young age, and I had a very successful career in my twenties and thirties, and I made Blow the Whistle when I was forty years old. So in a career in I'm 20 years into my career at the time. 20 years into your career, you don't make your biggest hit. Not in music, not in most things. So that is the, you know, one of the things that are like, you know, it's one of those uh, positive things that, you know, that so many things about that song that makes me feel good. That one song probably made me more money than any other song too. Yeah, I can see that. You're still, you're still playing it. I still listen to it. It's one of, it's one of my favorites. I mean, Drake sampled it. How many times do you think that you've been sampled? Um, a lot. A lot, <laughs> lot, lot, lot. Give it up to that. Yeah. That's awesome, though. I mean, that's, 
like I said, it's, again, you didn't know at the time because you're such an artist and you just, you know, make music because it's, you're inspired if it was effortless or things like that and how it's such uh, a song that's played, you know, everyday household song. It's, you know, it's, it's pretty awesome. So. Bottom line is um, I love making music and I only, I'm only into this the way I'm into it for, um, I'm not going to say for money, but it's my job. It's my hustle. Like literally, I associate making music with making money. So every time I make a move, like, you know, it's all about, it's all about um, how can I maximize this thing right here, this song, this album, this project. So that's how we think. And I, I don't think I'd be a rapper, for, rapper right now if it was for free. I probably would have rapped at a young age, did some shows, rocked the crowd. But then at some point, if it was for free, yeah, then why do it? I mean, I feel the same way. If I had to do porn for free, then why why do it? Like, if there has to be some kind of incentive. I didn't do it just because of monetary value and things, but it was good incentive. There's a name for porn stars who work for free. What is that? Slut. <laughs> <laughs> That's I true. want the truth! You heard it, private talk. You better like, comment, and subscribe to this channel because it's even going to get better. Just wait. <laughs> So how does it feel and how is it, you know, working with big stars like Jay-Z, you mm -hmm. know, Tupac and Biggie and, you know, Pimpsey, all these people like that? How, is, how does it feel to be in a room with such, you know, great it, people? It feels like hard work pays off. And every, every door that opened for me, every room I found myself in that was like super VIP, every studio session where it was like, biggest of the best working with me I worked with Lady Gaga you know like every time I got in that position I didn't go boy I didn't go to, I didn't say to myself boy you sure are lucky I was like this is all that hard work all them all them days and nights at my mama's house when I was in high school just trying to figure out how to be a rapper and going around the streets of Oakland selling tapes on, on walking the streets selling cassette tapes back in the day and you know all the 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 early recordings I was doing when I was fresh out of high school and I was, you know, barely getting in the studio and trying to figure out how to work the buttons and how to, you know, all that shit paid off. We spent a lot of nights in the studio showing up at 11 p.m. and leaving at 7 a.m. and just being in there all night back before we had money, before, before we had the luxury of working decent hours. It was a hustle. So it's I think... Grinding. I, it's um to be in the room with the big boys is 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 hard work paying off. That's it. I like that. How was it to meet Lizzo? Well, Lizzo surprisingly, well, I'm not even gonna say surprisingly because she's she's kind of a wild one, right? Yeah. Her birthday is the day before mine, mm -hmm. and I'm like, I get you with fellow tourists. <laughs> exactly, we are the bulls. So you you kind of you you know her, so it's like it's like you, an old soul kind of thing. It's like you, I just get you don't know spirit. her, but you get, you know exactly what she's coming from. I get the gist of it. I get the spirit. Because you're like, a wild one too. It's like I, yeah, I am. <laughs> it's like I'm fucking talented, and I'm fucking getting ready to get paid off the shit, and I'm getting ready to fucking enjoy life. Period. You can't fuck with anything like that. It's more. It's just honest. She's being who she is. She's living her truth, and I think that's some a really people take their thing. talents. We don't have to say names, and you don't. You could think of anyone you want to think of, but. Some people take their talent and they make a lot of money and earn a lot of, get a lot of fame from it. And they're angry. And I don't, I never know why I'm like, I'm like, you could stand up for everything you believe in, but the minute you speak your voice, 
you don't have to take that anger into your enjoyment of life. Let it let it interrupt you having fun with life. Like, don't be mad, man. Like, I feel I, like people take life too serious sometimes. And there's like, you know, there's a time to be serious and there's a time to enjoy it. And I feel like because, you know, you do put all those hard hours in the, you know, in the studio and putting all those hard on the road, being away from family and, you know, things like that, mm-hmm. that it's like there's those moments, like you said, of being in the room with the big boys. And that's, it's like, it's just, those are the small moments that you got to just keep with. You are who you are. So, you know, I'm, I don't think it's a Zodiac sign thing or anything. I just think it's the life you live. And some people are just too emotional. <laughs> True. I mean, I agree with that. I think that, yeah. If you are, I wouldn't, I wouldn't judge you. I don't think that I'm an, I'm emotional on different levels. I feel like we all are as humans, but I feel like I can be. I said too emotional. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying as myself, being me personally, I'm a delicate flower. I like to say. Too emotional is shit. Just shit just pushes you over the top. Oh yeah. No, I'm not like that. I'm, I feel like, yeah, no, I have walls, but they're not those ones. I don't (laughs) don't like to do so do you have like a crazy fan story? Because um, I'm what, sure you have lots of. In what capacity? Like, um, let's say I, like I've had lunatic fans, and I've had. Let's do <laughs> let's do because we'll get to it later with a sexual like sexier part of it. Let's do a lunatic story where it was just like super insane. Um, I had a um, mysterious person. Who was like a, a invisible sugar mama? Now, at the time, I'm selling. You know, it was my first. It was when I did my first platinum album, first big tour, first time like just going out in the world and just being too short. And explain what is an invisible sugar mama is to private talk listeners, because I I have no my invisible <laughs> sugar mama was sending me gifts. What kind of gifts? Like nice shit, like like Louis shoes, like nice. Yeah, like suits, it would. It, like the, it's not that she was sending me shit. It's that the shit every time I checked into a hotel room, we were doing five shows a week, and five different cities on a tour bus going from city to city, and I would have these really nice hotel suites. And every time I checked into my room, it would be a balloon arrangement, a card. It'd be like some gifts, you know, something that was. It was always something decent. And thoughtful, invisible girlfriend. And I never knew who it was. And <clears throat> long story short, um, it went on for a while. And finally, she appeared and said, "That's me. That's been doing that." She was cute. We um. How did she appear? Like you act like it's like you know Aladdin, and you rubbed. She showed it. up at one of my shows. <laughs> she was. It was always related to the show. She showed up at a show backstage and said, "That's me." Blah blah blah. So we had this little friendship. I would have to say maybe we had sex once, twice. I can't. How do you maybe have sex? Like you like. Like we might have. I might have fucked her. I can't really remember if I fucked her or not. Cause How? It, like, were you that other, drunk and you didn't remember? No, other or like, parts of the story are such more memorable than, than the sex. So, um, long story short, she um, she I started getting the kind of stalker vibe. Because you and gave her the invisible dick. So I started getting I started getting the stalker vibe, and I didn't want the the shit anymore, and I had a friend of mine who was like, you know, a few friends of mine, they're like, stupid motherfucker, she keep buying you shit, you stupid motherfucker, let her give you the shit. I'm like... <laughs> My size is. <laughs> I'm like, bro, I don't want it. So literally, I made it, I arranged it so that one of my friends and her would be in the same place and start liking each other. 
and it was it was all you know we young and shit. It was perfect time because how he, old were you? I was probably 21, 22. Okay. And and he's like, it's his game had to be simple. Like he don't want you. <laughs> you know, so come like, on over here. <laughs> yeah, that shit worked. So it worked. And he got he was he was milking her. He loved it. And later on, I figured out what it was. Is it, it was it was so simple too. She was a, her her father was had something to do with the promoters. Okay. So he was in cahoots with the the big boys who were running the tour. And they were telling her where my room number was. So that's how she got the gift slid in there before I could get there. And then on top of that, her father later on was like some kind of shady dude who was uh who was better. printing money, so to speak, like he was he was making money or something. So did your friends stay with her? Are they happily married with two kids <laughs> somewhere? No, no, no. He just milked her out of a lot of gifts. And I've, it, it just all trickles down to some uh, some shady fan shit. Like, <laughs> but it was fun, though. It was? It was a fun day. I mean, you, at that time, it's like you're young. You can kind of see what you get away with. You don't really know what it all really entails. Like, I mean, I would be kind of like, hey, if I'm going to follow, they're going to know exactly what my room is and... Give me gifts. I mean, we can only take it so far. But when it starts getting creepy and you have to forget you had sex with her, you know, it's kind of. I just, I just think I just remember I remember not liking her like that. Like, yeah. And she was beautiful and stuff. I just I, I still don't like that personality where it's just like, you know, you're trying to buy me. Yeah, yeah. I'm I like, don't like that either. For me, I feel like that's why you know in my industry it's very taboo. A lot of girls do extracurricular activities, which I'm like to each his own. But I just feel like I want I give. Problem with people telling me what to do, so I want to control it. I want to do it, and I work harder for it. Give me things. I'm okay with <laughs> you giving me give, things. Yeah, giving things, but I mean not like buying my affection. Yeah, exactly. Because then it's like, it's, how do you know that that when you're stop buying things, that the affection is still going to be there? And most times, nine times out of ten, it's not. So I'll buy for myself, and I just keep rocking like that. So who are your top five porn stars? Because you know, I met you. In the industry of sorts, you know, mm-hmm. uh, at a party. I don't even exactly remember how we exactly remember. Do you remember how we met? Could be AVNs, could be... I feel like because I know my ex-husband just, was friends with you, and I don't know if mm-hmm. that introduced me because of that, but I just knew you were always in the, like, you know, the adult scene. Is, how did you get started like, being wrapped up in the whole adult world? Uh, you remember those days when uh, Snoop did the DVD, did the DVD uh, thing. I forget what it was called, though, but it was... It was a few rappers and entertainers. We're coming into the sex, you know, business. <laughs> Remember and Jake coming Steve and to, thought yeah. he was a rapper, mm-hmm. and he was rapping in all his videos. He started rapping and started fucking hugging. Like it was, it was hip hop and, and porn. We're playing around with each other a little bit, and I was just there. I I produced a couple of shitty movies. You know how when you do something that that you're not supposed to do. But then, you know, you're still lured into what, it. What makes you think that was shitty? Because you, like, didn't know what you were doing? Or you just didn't care about it? Or, like, what makes well, your, your poor man? it was the right talent. Because it was, like, you know, Mika Tan and Mr. Marcus. It was a real ethnic kind of vibe. And, you know, Wesley Pipes was in it or whatever. And we kind of, um, I say it's real shitty because when you look back at the final product, and it, it wasn't directed good or edited good, so shitty. Yeah. It wasn't, you know, like, it didn't. At least you can own it. Well, I, I mean, <laughs> I I didn't lose any money, that you know. And then um, I always remember that they um, I'm I'm like the supposed to be like the producer, and I'm on set, and they like it's like a lot going on, and they were like, go over there and suck two shorts dick, and I'm like, I'm not in the movie, and then the girl pulled my dick out, and I was like, I I'm like on set, and I'm like, well, I can't say no, but then I'm like. 
don't do it. But then, but then you're like, my man's. My dick was already out, and I'm like, I'm not in the scene. Stop. So I made sure they edited that shit out and destroyed it. But you definitely got your dick sucked. I got a still photo of a porn star with my dick in her mouth. That was from that. Can we know that name? I can't remember her name, but I, I can show her to you. <laughs> you have a you know a really bad memory over there. Well, I have convenient memory loss. <laughs> oh, is that right? My top five porn stars. Private talk. We need to know all this information. So, I'm so old. I'm so much older that I would. I have different eras of porn stars. You so know, there's levels to your your um, system. Because I was like a little kid, like curious and like catching visions of. Um, Vanessa Del Rio, like mm-hmm. seeing that shit, like, oh my God, what is that? Like, yeah. she was like Bad. a beast on a mm-hmm. on a dick, you know. <laughs> and to see that at a young that. age, it's it's kind of hard. Like, I, okay, I was a youngster watching porn when it was um um uh, Linda Lovelace when it was what was what was the one oh um, Deep Throat like they, yeah. those were movies you sit there and watch the movie because they're acting there's a storyline and they fuck a lot and it was like. I came up in that world. So in that sense, those are really good actors, too. They were really acting in the movie. You could have took the fuck scenes out. They would have been good movies. We're going to give it up to them, too, because they're real actors, too. They're just the different movies, the ones that people don't watch, but watch all the time. Even, like, nowadays, uh, you want to have the the visual or the memory of Ron Jeremy of of his later days when he was like fat Ron Jeremy, but Ron Jeremy was a slim player. He, he was, was attractive at one time, which you like, you kind of like, wonder, like, which, like where did you dog. let yourself go? Like, go, you know, uncle Ronnie is, you know, yeah, he was like top dog in the movies and those, he was a good actor. He was a, like, they were good movies. So later on, I think in the eighties and back then, um, I, I can't really throw any names because I could picture my favorites like clear as day. You still know these like they're embedded in your like spank bank. Well, me and you'd have to sit there and play on like um, <laughs> one of those Pornhub things all oh, day. Oh, like one of those like, like I don't know what it's called. You know, porn <clears throat> Pornhub. <laughs> no, so many of them. I said one of those Pornhub oh, things. Okay. It's, it's like a hundred of them. Pick your, pick your poison. Uh, my mine would be uh, X videos. I don't know why. X videos. I don't even know if it's popular, but that's the one I do because they're all the same. Free porn, I do not support that private talk. I do not, but, you know, it's okay. Different strokes for different folks. And previews. It's not free porn. It's previews. It's just it's, hey, it was, it's to get you. Whatever you have to tell yourself to lie, it destroyed my industry. In the music industry, when you bootleg our music, you make us famous because... You, well, it's kind of different in our things, but I get what you're saying. The more bootlegging you get, the more famous you are. And you make monies off it, off it other ways. I guess I like that mindset. I'll yeah. with that. You milk that shit for everything. Every you you beat the fucking system. Um, so I had a, that that era was you know there was great actors and great people you know great sex scenes. So you were really in the storyline, like you didn't just like that, fast forward to all era. that stuff because most but, people fast forward. But do you remember? I never watched porn, but I just did. Okay, porn, so then so I, re- I remember. But I know what you're talking about. So then later on, it was fashionable to get rid of all that talking and shit, and like you put on porn, put on fuck. Get straight to the point. And um. That shit was cool, you know that 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 to me was like in my world that would have been like the eighties, nineties, where I'm like I don't want to see no fucking talking in a fuck movie. They were really rough back in that era too. I felt like it was just walk in, pull your shit out, fuck. So then um, I used to like um, those. I think his name was like Andrew Blake. He turned okay. it into like art uh, models and it's shit. Like the and montage. It, so you know, not, I'm not really like at the time like wanting to see like. 
bang, bang, bang. And I'm like, these bad bitches just get naked and do all kind of shit. And they open their lips. Like, that shit was fly to me with the, um, the beautiful model chicks and doing the artistic shit. I like that shit. Um, so you get what I'm saying, right? You yeah. say top five. They're like top 55. <laughs> Can you pick one from every era? <laughs> that's what I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> Let's give me your top era picks. But, you know, of the ass, no matter what ethnicity you break out, you, you are up there with the ass. That, that, that whole little twerk thing you would do, and then you, classic. I know what you're talking about. You you know, be a, you, you're going to be a legend. I'm going to be a legend. You know, I when you said that earlier, talking about like that whole definition, why I asked that is because people say the same thing to me, and I think that it's so kind of weird because you don't know how to take it. Like, it's not an insult, but it's also like I'm alive, and, I, you know, like to me it's something to that's be like a after, living legend. you know what I mean? So it's like it's kind of it's really it's hard to take, but I do appreciate it because, again, we do bodies of work. You know, no pun intended, but you know that we we put our you know our, our my heart and like soul into certain things because that's my craft. That's how for me I express myself. How I thought you know how I yeah I like to portray myself mm. in like, mm. that way. So big booties um, definitely were a big thing. So who in your ear? Let's see. Am I on that list? Definitely, definitely, definitely. Um, and I, I I'm not a name dropper. Okay. So, you know, I'm really, like, into, like, that whole Asian thing. I'm into, like, the curly head thing. I like the, um, I like the brunette. So, you say name droppers? Is that because you, like, don't really care about their names? No, I was, no, like, just, no I was literally just sitting here describing every kind of woman. At that time, I'm like, um. I like the brunette. Your, porn, your Pornhub search thing is, like, I like everything. <laughs> every type of woman. I like that, hey. But I don't really do a lot of uh, fantasy. I don't fantasize through porn. I kind of like. I kind of watch it like you would probably would watch a sitcom or something. Like I just watch it because I fuck a lot in life. So you don't get off to it anymore. I could, but I'm saying that's not my motivation. Is my? It's not about getting off or not. It's, I'm saying when I watch it, I, I, you know, I'm just seeing technique or I'm seeing. You know, you're more vis- uh, like artistic about it because, like, I feel like you're a talented person, and so you know, being able to like do music and the thought is music. not. Oh, I wish I could fuck her. I wish I could fuck her. I fucked the girl to look just like her. Like, you know. It's but more- do you also feel like you're desensitized because you just said that you fucked a lot of women, and it may not because, like, with me is I've done porn and I've done a lot of scenes, but for me, I'm desensitized to a certain point. I still get off and have sex perfectly fine, but you get desensitized to certain situations if it's porn and you just watching it but for me i never got into like what like watching it i just did it in the world of fucking groupies when i did did a lot of groupie fucking i mean it's a lot of detachment on emotions you just hit that shit for the sport of it but you can't deny feelings you can't deny when you're into somebody and you start having sex with them and the fucking shit is like more than just about the sex, it's like I fucking like you. I'm into you. That that happens. You, I don't care what you're doing for a living. Has that, a groupie turned into a girlfriend that you caught up feelings for? Fuck yeah! I've I've uh, upgraded. I've I've uh, promoted side chicks. All this shit. Like, so do you have a roster? Do you? What is your dating life right now? What is your you know relationship status? Everything you think I might I might have been, I was. Right now, I'm just age appropriate, and however that fits in. I still fuck a lot, but I'm just saying right now, I'm not on the pussy hunt, that daily pursuit of pants. So you're not having like wild orgy parties? Things can happen. Things still happen, Things but I'm saying still, I used to. You can still get into some shit. I used to wake up and think, 
where am I going looking for pussy today? Or where, who am I going to fuck today? And that was a thing. For how long? I feel like that happened like yesterday, like today. I feel like you're trying to bullshit private talk over here. Like, don't be acting like you still ain't uh, trying to pump for pussy. That you're not about to leave here and go fuck some bitches and have a wild ass night. I mean, I'm not. We're in L.A. I know I'm what not it is. saying I'm <laughs> saying the hunt, the hunt, like really like going out, like, like it, it meant something. So with your being celebrity, like status now, is it the hunt is gone because it's just given to you on a, like a platter? Like, here's the pussy. I think you get older and you just, your technique just evolves it just you know you just kind of know what you want it's not about i'm not like this little dude like i, I really you know i'm telling you what it is get a little older and your taste get a little older and that whole little hunt fucking shit is just it's some young shit it's tiring it's some young shit i you know it? i'm single myself and so i said like we were talking on another episode about the dating world is so odd to me because it's just like it's a lot of work and I'm busy and I don't really have time <laughs> for that good. stuff. Like, you know, I mean, it's not saying that I'm not looking for it. I don't want to share my life with someone, but I'm not looking for it because if it happens, it happens. Like, I'm not mm-hmm. trying to be like, I'm, I'm trying to work. I'm trying to- and that's how I feel about my daily routine. It happens. It happens. It happens. I'm in, I'm in the, I'm in the mix. It happens, but I'm not like, like I would be uh, in my twenties and thirties. And even like some of my forties, I would be like pissed if I like woke up without a bitch. I'm so you'd like, always be with a bitch. You don't like to sleep alone. I'm assuming. I'm just. I just always like to be surrounded by fly women. It was. It wasn't even a a one woman thing. It was like I'd have a house full. I'd have three. So or how four, big have, is your bed? I, and I'm not saying. That's, I'm not saying all these menagerie twelves. Even though I did go on a, a menage. Um, uh, a menage binge, marathon. A binge. What was your biggest menage? The the most women. Yes, at one time. Uh, in one night, like in the same room, probably like four. Four. But that was a one time thing. A lot of a lot of twos, a lot of twos, some threes. But tag teaming. A lot of twos, a lot of twos, a lot of twos. I went on a, about a, a. I went on years of like. Years of twos, a couple fours, but very Just rare. Once it was four. And, you know, I, I, I feel like that's like not even that many. Okay. And then another thing is, I feel like it needs to be like, like six at when least. When you think of, like, you're too short. Like, come on now. Would you think of two? I'm thinking about 10 now. Now, maybe that's just my imagination. Mm-hmm. Maybe I jerked off to it one time. I don't really know. But. No, I'm, this, this is me. I'm the guy who's like, I'm hanging out with these two chicks. Everybody knows everybody likes everybody. And these girls are like, look. Straight up, like, fly motherfuckers. They're like, I don't, I'm not into girls, and I'm, I don't want to eat pussy. I don't want to have a threesome. And, you know, that's cool. I'm not even pushing the shit anyway. I know that's the boundaries. Yes. I know what the boundaries are. So we hang out and shit, and then at some point through the night, everybody stays at the house. We kick it and, you know, have a relation, have relations with her. We enjoy our time. I go in the other room, have relations with her. Go back over there. We get up. We all have breakfast. You're a busy man. But I'm saying that's the kind of guy I am. Over the the years. And then we wake up and they they tell a story about, did he fuck you? Yeah, he fucked me about two in the morning. They compare. Everybody's cool. We go get breakfast. Oh, everybody's cool. Did everybody ever not be cool? And it became like a situation where they. I've never been sneaky and lying. I've never. But sometimes even when people, like when you're honest, I feel like sometimes they're like, oh, yeah, I'll be cool. And then they catch feelings too too much. And then it's like goes a whole different situation. Nothing like that ever happened. Yeah, like, um. 
There's never my, been a messy my girlfriend, situation. My girlfriend comes over. My friend I'm dating comes over. She spends about three nights, and she brings two friends with her. And I'm hers exclusively. Her two friends, we go in the club every night. I'm taking them, showing them a good time. And then one of her, one of the friends that's with her is like her actually blood cousin. It's her. She's about 25. Her little cousin's like 21. And we're all just in the house, and little cousins having so much fun because I'm taking them to have good things. So about about the second night, um, somewhere in the house, little cousin gets a little loose, a little friendly. And, Pop it. and I, I see the little opening. I'm like, okay, she's a cute little motherfucker. Third night, everybody goes to sleep. I go wake little cousin up and go, stop playing, girl. She like, start, you know, breaking me off. We fuck. We go back to our respective corners and wake up the next day, act like it didn't happen. Two months later, I get a phone call. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> you fucked my little cousin when I was at your house? And I'm like, who said that? She said it. She broke down crying and confessed. I'm like, well, that's... She uh, snitched on you. Yeah, I'm like... So that broke up that relationship? Or did she continue to... Fuck no, it was over, but... <laughs> it was over with anger, but I'm just saying... That's the kind of shit that was happening in those, in those days. That's some wild shit. I mean, I'd be mad if you fucked my cousin in my house, but... You know? Too short. So what Who's your you, favorite bitch? What, what if you were the cousin? Would you break down and cry and confess? I would never <laughs> confess. I, I'm, I'm to the to the wheels fall off <laughs> to the dinner. <laughs> I'm not talking. So, so who's yeah. your favorite bitch? Who's my favorite bitch? Who's your favorite bitch? Um, who's my favorite bitch? I I could I have like personal, private favorites. Who um? Can we know at private talk? We would really love to know. Give us one. Can I just give you a description of my favorite bitch? Yeah, because you didn't even... Well, I feel like you should at least one name because you didn't even give us really any top five of your porn stars. You just told me about your era as a porn um, <laughs> Yeah, because it, it's, it's, it's too vast of, of appreciation. You want a top 100? admiration. <laughs> We're going to have to get that back to that. I'll put that on, on my Instagram post. We'll put your top 100 list of porn stars since there's a long list. I, I base porn stars on their uh, performance. Their performance. What is it on a one to five? Or? The performance, I think, is how you make it look on camera, regardless of what's really going on inside of you at that moment. So, like, how do you rate? How is your scoring system? Uh, how you ride a dick? How you? What are your sex faces? But is it like a, a star rating, like one, like four stars? No, it's good? just it's a it's a it's doesn't arouse me, semi arouses me, makes me hard. And without touching myself, like you can, if I can look at, that's, that's the same thing with a woman in real life. Is that why you can't look if, me in the eyes? Because I've done that to you. No, it's not. <laughs> it's, it's not that. It's just that. Um, if if I started staring at you and looking at you, like if I started thinking shit and thinking shit I've already seen, and then you're gonna start getting aroused. Yeah, and then, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm not here for so that. So, what was my scorecard? Uh, you had all the skills. You had the skills. I had the skills. You had. But the, what is um, like? You said like what's the? You had is the, it one to four? You one had the threesome skills down. Mm, you had the fuck faces down. Oh yeah, because they were the, real. Um, you had the, the the money shot down. What's the money shot? That's what you do when you get hit with the money I know, shot. I know what it is. <laughs> you I'm just testing you. <laughs> <laughs> you um, all positions. You just it. It was sold. It was like. Tell me more, please. Don't stop. I'm it's like she's having the time of her fucking life. It's like you selling it. 
I like that. I, I've talked to quite, I've had friendships with quite a few porn stars, and they say, it's work, motherfucker. Sometimes it's work, sometimes it's good as fucking, but a lot of times it's just work. It is, but for, I mean, it's like I always say, it's, we're sexual athletes, and um, you know, it is like work. Guys can sometimes be a total dick the whole day, especially right before the scene. Guys can step in, you just like, I don't like the way this motherfucker smells, look, like it's all kind of shit that girls overcome to do the scene. Yes and no, yeah. But that's why you have to, like, actually, I mean, you can choose who your partners are. For me, I, I know, I already knew my set of lists. If, like, those all things happened before, I probably wouldn't have. What's even. the percentage of um, people in the porn industry who are choosing who they want to fuck? Yeah, I mean, they do. Well, they do have a choice. It's, everyone has a choice. You have a no you got to earn that choice. To a point, an extent, but everyone in the beginning has a no list or has like a list of things. Because I did some casting and it was just like, I do this, I do that, I do that, and I like show up and they do it. Well, that's because they made a choice. They're not being forced. I mean, I mean, I guess that more to the end of my career, I definitely had more of a, a say. Because before, if you like try to say that you don't want to work them, they would just cancel you and put somebody else. So they do do it, you know. Does like, liquor make it better or worse? Liquor? Is- I never drank before a set. Okay. Um, later on when I started directing my own movies I did because it was like my set so it was more free like I was directing and, and you know and starring in I can't some of them. perform a live rap, rap concert I can't perform intoxicated you can't perform intoxicated I don't get intoxicated before the show I start as soon as I start performing I start like drinking or smoke a little bit but I can't do it before I can't go in impaired I have to be I have to be Just clear in fact is it true that Tupac uh, got put you on a blunts Smoking? Tupac and his homies. It was uh, the guys who... Pl- Tupac came up around, around a group called Digital Underground. And one of the keyboard players, his name was Pee Wee. And one of the homies that worked with me, his name was Shorty B, he played guitars. They used to hang out with Tupac a lot. They were like, you know, all boys. They were the first ones I ever seen take a, a cigar and squish all the tobacco out and then roll weed in. I, I thought that shit was stupid. So do you still smoke now? I still smoke weed, yes. I blunts, weed. joints. I smoke joints, and at the studio, so many people smoke blunts. I'll hit one every now and then. Yeah, I'm a blunt Eerie person. Eerie now blunts? I am a blunt person. You're backwood? I don't, I don't like backwoods. I'm more of a swisher because I like flavors, just so I can like my flavored vodka. But I hate flavored <laughs> weed. Flavored roll it swisher? In. I mean, Any kind of flavor. Just let it be the weed. It is good, but I just, like, I don't know. I just, don't, like... Don't pass me that peach shit or that grape <laughs> shit. I don't... Well, I'll, I'll roll one especially for just for you. And in the I'll Bay... Have, I'll keep the peach one. I'm from the Bay. If you got to have flavor, they'll put that... They'll infuse that shit into the weed. Into it? You'd be smoking crazy flavors, like orange or some shit like that. I, I like it. I'll smoke it. So, fake ass and real ass. What are you... What is your thoughts? I've never been a surgery kind of guy. Like, some... Some... Women are so fucking fine that you just like, you know, them fake titties or something. You're like, I take it. It's, I'm not going to turn it down if it comes with all that. But I'll be the one who's there outside the, the, um, the medical place right before you go in to get your new like, big don't titties. don't do it. You're picketing. I'd be like, don't do it. Even titties? You know, I like little titties, so it's like, I just, I actually just like natural. I'm one of those guys that But just, that's hard to find these days, especially in L.A. Okay, it's especially in L.A., but it's, it's, still, it's still going on around the world. Naturals. I feel like it, but I feel like now it's because it's so... It's a lot of natural where you're from. They're glorified, yes, because it's very, like, curvy women. Mm-hmm. And, 
You know, mm-hmm. we, we like to eat fried food a lot, and it's very delicious. And, mm-hmm. you know, everything's bigger in Texas. Yeah. You remember uh, Anna Nicole Smith when she was young? Yes, I, I got compared to her. I like a big, thick woman like that. It's just, it just happens natural. But then if, if your God-given gift was a nice, slim body, and you just, you're great, and you I like it. You like I don't, it. I don't think that you should, if you were born with a little ass and little titties, I don't think you're meant to go blow that shit the fuck up. It looks funny. I think so too. I think it, people are going like outrageous and it's just, it looks it's, funny. It looks funny. Not only like that, but it's like health reasons. Like why put foreign objects in your body? I mean, we love it when we go, Oh my God, your ass looks so great. And it's like fake, but it looks good. But that's one in a hundred. But sometimes I feel like you can't even tell anymore. Like you, you shouldn't. Okay. You know, when a chick gets a great boob job and everybody goes, uh, hey guys, come check this out! And everybody's like standing around, going like weighing them and, him? and like going, "These are like, amazing! Who did these?" You can't feel anything. Your That's scar, her fucking titty job. She's the fucking lottery winner of titty jobs. You go try and get that same titty job for that same doctor. It's gonna be like uh, botched, up. cockeyed titty, titty nipples. I mean, there's a whole series called Botched on that whole thing. Like, it's like it's a real thing. It's yeah, it's, I can't, I can't yeah. watch Doctor Pimple and Botched and all that shit. Is, oh, I can't do the pimple thing. That really scares. I can't even watch Botched really either. Like the story, I can, but once they start doing surgery and like doing it, it really kind of I can't. Chick, it's like I can't even sit down anymore. Like I can't drive my car. I have to sleep on my stomach. <laughs> you can't even get fucked. You went and got a big ass fake booty. Now you can't even get fucked from the back. What the fuck? Is that your favorite position from the back? Um. I would have to say any of my favorite positions all consist of face-to-face. Face-to-face. So you're, like, more into, like, intimate. You want to, like, lock lot. Sexy-ass shit, yeah. I want to see that shit. Look me in my fucking eyes. That would make sense since your whole, like, you know, your old-school porn era with all the movies depicting in your showcase of, like, artistic, like, sexual. I would, I would literally say to you, we've been fucking for 30 minutes and your eyes are closed. Open your fucking eyes. <laughs> Wake up, bitch. <laughs> Fuck you thinking about? <laughs> Has somebody fallen asleep on you before? Uh, I've done it. You've fallen asleep in the pussy? I have literally been so drunk or so just tired of a long ass day and talked that talk and got up in there and. Pass the fuck out. I've had women say, you motherfucker. And I've had other women say, I fucked the shit out of you while you were asleep. Whatever. I'm just like, I work hard. I do a lot of good fucking. If I, if I had that one night. Every blue moon, I just Let hey, me live. I, I, but I will make up for it in the morning. How many women do you think that you've had sex with at this time? <laughs> Hit that button. <laughs> I want the truth. That's what we want here at Private Talk. Make sure you like, subscribe, and uh, comment on this episode because it's about to get real. So, how many? How many shows have I done? I don't know. You tell us here at Private Talk. <laughs> You know, you said the twos, the fours, you know, are we, how are we, how many, you know, here, wait, let's, can I help you out? I got a lot of pussy. I got a whole, whole, whole lot of pussy. A but what's whole a, lot, a whole lot of, like whole, lot like of whole, lot of, hundreds, thousands? I got more pussy than you. I'm sure you have it. My, <laughs> I stopped, I started at like a later age. I didn't get pussy until the first time I was on camera. Um, I had my first girl, girl experience mm. with Brianna Love. And yes, yeah, so you definitely have had more pussy than I have. So you have no numbers, nothing. You're not giving me a lot to work with here at Private I pretty Talk. Much you know, every, we're friends here. You're everywhere I go, here. everywhere I go, from the grocery store to the Super Bowl, I always bump into somebody I fucked. 
Every time you, you leave your house. Like, Todd. <laughs> Who's on aisle seven? Oh, how's that? How have you been? Do you remember all of them? And you're like, mm, searching through that memory bank of like. Oh. So not only do I remember things, I, um, I keep notes. <laughs> you have a notebook? Oh, you have a little black book. No, I just, I keep notes somewhere in cyberspace. I have this thing where I just. And like, somewhere in the cloud out there, there's these notes. Like that your name will come up. <laughs> I, I, I research you in my notes and your name would come up and it'd be like, um, it'd be like your birthday and it'd say something that you might like or, or um, a, 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 a figure, a, a, you know, a body part that Alexis nice ass. Um, so is that what am I in your phone? Is Alexis nice ass? Well, we know who you are. I just put you as Alexis T. I like that, Alexis T. Because certain people, you don't have to announce them. My cheeks but, um, speak for himself. Yeah, Mr. P knew I wanted to fuck you. He was like, <laughs> he, he, he didn't introduce us. <laughs> he sent me a picture of you. Ah, that's hilarious. <laughs> he sent me a picture of you now holding an autographed picture. Like you autographed a picture, and he took a picture of you holding the autograph. Yeah, you left that autograph. Um, thanks. Well, I have the picture of it. <laughs> <laughs> so the picture of the picture is good enough. But yeah, he's like, nah, she ain't around today, man. She ain't around. So he was cock blocking. Well, not. Really. I mean, I was his wife at the time, but, but you know, everybody. I, mean, I don't to, think he was really cock blocking. I think he was just telling everybody him. wanted to fuck his wife at the time. I mean, that's very true. Which he didn't fuck anybody. You want to hear besides the cra- porn? Let everybody. me tell you the crazy story that. I deny, and two other people say it's true, and I'm just like blaming on the Playboy Mansion. I'm at the motherfucking Playboy Mansion. Normally at the Playboy Mansion, you don't really remember much. Shit just happens. So I see Jenna Jameson and her husband, Tito. Okay. And he walks up and says, you owe me an apology. Now, at the time, she's top dog. He's a fucking champ at UFC. Yeah, you don't want him to be mad at you. <laughs> and I'm like, apologize for what? We're in the lobby of Hotel Vegas. Apologize for what? He said, last time I saw you, you disrespected my wife. And I was like, how? Now, mind you, I didn't really know him like that, but I knew her speaking, speaking, saying, hey, what's up? That's it. So I turned to her. She's standing right next to him. I said, did I disrespect you? She said, yes, you did. And that's, well, I asked both of them. So we're in the lobby talking, right? He's got a mean face. He's like, got a mean face. <laughs> I'm like, what did I do, you guys? And like, when you were at the Playboy Mansion, you were trying to fuck her. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry, sincerely. Got to blame him on the Playboy Mansion. You know what I mean? But he's like... Did that excuse work? No, he accepted my apology because it was, it was sincere. Like, I'm, play, I'm like, Playboy Mansion. Bro. I'm like, I've been knowing her forever. I ain't never tried to fuck you. I'm like, like for real, I, I don't. Have yeah. I, I ever tried to fuck you? No, you have not. And but I've much, known you've wanted to. And as much as I would have and wanted to, I just, I just don't push up like that. So, because things happen organically, I feel yeah. like if it's gonna happen, it happens. So I feel like again, like it's you know. So I apologize. I walk away, and I'm like, damn, Tito's about to punch me in the fucking face over some shit I don't even remember. And I'm, you know, I'm usually good with that. Did you kind stop of shit. flirting with porn stars after that? Well, no, but I'm saying <laughs> I, I don't think I don't think I think the Playboy Mansion flirted with her. It wasn't me. I never really thought of her like that. My thing is like, like, have you ever seen the footage of her? She's one of my favorites too. Have you seen the footage of because she's a great performer? Have you ever seen the footage of her first, first, first 
like little up and comers. One of those little, when she's like, I little, haven't, I haven't watched any of her scenes, unfortunately. Again, I don't watch. If you porn. ever do, you should go watch when she was like a youngster. Okay, do you know the name of it? I think she probably, she probably did an up and comers. A lot of like Tara Patrick, all of them. I like their that dude. I don't know who he was, but he used to do. Oh, this thing like get that up. twinkle in your eye. You said their names. You got you really do like old school porn stars. Like you were really invested. Like Tara Patrick, did she what? have a place in your heart? Yes, she did. I, I'm telling you, when they when they like little youngsters that come in, you like that raw talent and you see it. What, like, evolve. but into like being a big star and like a household name. Yeah, I mean, you could you could you could see the diva come out. Oh, definitely them. Yeah. Definitely diva ness. When you like show up on the set and you like the little young hot thing, and then next thing you know, you like big production. It's fire and the credits and shit. And before you did your you know your production, did you um, gone on any sets before that? I was supposed to be like I was supposed to be doing it with people who knew what they were doing, and I guess they did. They they went on and did more stuff. It was a great venture for a great venture for them, but just for not me, for you. For me, I tapped in. Tapped out. It wasn't really my thing. So did you? How did was the AVN experience for you? AVN the first time, um, my boys uh, KB and D Money brought me out to perform at their players' ball, and I got to walk around the convention and shit, and I just. I didn't know anything like that existed. I wasn't even aware of AVN Magazine at the time, you know, which I assume stands for Adult Video News, maybe something yes, like that. Yes, it does. <laughs> so I didn't. You I wasn't, win. That's Nothing. a guess. Just know? kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so the convention is a motherfucker, and you know, back then it was. Um, it was massive back then. It was, and like it was huge. joined up with. It was right next the door CES to CS. So it would be. I'm a. I'm an electronics buff. So I get. I'm a porn buff. <laughs> I'm like, this is the greatest weekend like ever. Like a kid in a candy store. And they would cross collateralize the shit because there'd be a lot of porn stars working in electronic booths. Mm-hmm. And and then that's that's when I first um, okay, I fucked this girl named um, Sarah, and Sarah was like, I'm gonna um, I'm gonna get into porn. And she was like very ambitious. If you give me a piece of paper, I'll write down her name. Oh, and yeah. you can say it. I'm not going to say it. And I fucked Sarah. We, we fucked that weekend a couple of times. We fucked after that. Here, I'll type it in. Got it. And she was just like, she would come, uh, she would j- jump on the highway. And I lived in Vegas at the time. Okay. And she would drive and come hang out with me a couple of times. And then later on, she really, um, she really did that shit. And I was into that type of vibe at AVN. After that, I would go to AVNs and I would like purposely try to meet up and coming. You, you up know, and like, coming girls. You know, and I and at, yeah, at a, something like AVN, you could be like, yeah, you know, I know some big directors. <laughs> yeah, shit, that shit works. That works. Is there um, any tips that you can give? That was any? my girlfriend when her name was Sarah. Oh, okay. And she wasn't lying. She she went and did that. She shit. did. She did. Um, Anne Marie Rios. Yep, that was her. <laughs> <laughs> you said I could say it. Yeah, we all I, wanted I, to I want the truth. But I mean, she. I mean, she did do. You know, she was pretty know, well known. I don't know how many years she ended up doing it, but you know, she did her thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think back then too, it was like there's so much out there that it was hard to like really like have like stars like you know like there's not a lot of jenna jameson's and things like that especially nowadays except with the internet and streaming and all of those things like that um do you have any tips out there for guys that um for women that like absolutely is like no you're gonna seal the deal that you know it's a go-to 
seal the deal with who? Me? With women, yeah. That you you know can actually like pass on to my advice partner. for guys. For guys, yes. Um, shut up and let her talk. Just like <laughs> I I usually like um I think that guys feel like they have all this game, and you're trying to talk girls into shit, and it doesn't work. And basically, long before you ever get your dick sucked or you ever get any pussy. She already knows that she's going to suck your dick or give you some pussy. If it goes right, you're in. So all you could do at that point is talk yourself out of it, not into it. So basically, I just tell guys to ask questions that kind of keep the conversation going where she can tell you things about her and to be interested and be sincere about it and try not to just blurt your whole life on a chick. I do this. I got this. And you take a phone call. Yeah, man, the money, the money. Like you're trying to show up. Like that shit, I don't. I, guys that do that shit is kind of corny to me, but I just, I kind of like, I, I make a woman say, "Oh my god, you're, you, you know, like you're, you're a person, you're, you're kind, you, you care, you know, like a, you have feelings." And it's all part of my game. It's not like I can sit there and, and you know how you guys, um, women, I mean, you, you guys like to, um, let's typecast us. You like what, to, what do we do? No, you like to, you like to tell us a whole lot of shit. And then right in the midst of it, you go, what did I just say? I know, I know what the fuck you just said. And you can, I, like, verbatim or at least... I run it back. And, but at the same time, I'm kind of, like, not giving a fuck. <laughs> and they go... Selective oh, listening. Oh, you care. <laughs> and, I, like, I keep notes so I can run back. Um, your grandmother's name is Gertrude. I, got, I just... Little shit. I keep notes. You tell me shit all night. And then after the date or after we kick it, I, I have notes on you. And then when I call you, I'm... It, like, you get the call out the blue. This, this is a great game. Trey, we do this all the time. Get the call out the blue. And she's like, hey, what's up? And, you know, the call ID name pop up, whatever. And you're like, oh, hey, what's up? And a little small talk. She goes, do you even remember me? And I'm like, yeah, you know, Rosie with the blue hair, with the fat ass, with the little, with the little, blue, with the little red beamer. She's like, oh, you remember me? I'm like, I don't remember shit. I'm just reading notes. <laughs> and she's like, "Oh my god, you you was always a real one. I love you." <laughs> your your notes uh, section must be really like in depth. No, it's just a couple of little one liners. No, I mean just as far as like the women. You take notes on all the women. No, it just when it matters when it just and it's random too because I um I uh I don't do it like on purpose. It's just random that. It's like Lotto, you know? What, what is your funniest side note? <laughs> what these? I don't know. Let's look up your name. Yeah, let's please. Let's see what my notes are. No, this, we're just going to look up your name. Let's type in your name and see what comes up. This and, is... and read everything you see. Just to, it's Alexis and just run them down. I'm sure there's a lot of Alexises in your phone. Run them down. Alexis exclamation Point, 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 point. Alexis, 18, L.A. Alexis, Argyle, bartender. Alexis, AZ, lover. Alexis, Bay Mountain View. Ooh, someone got freaky in a Bay Mountain View. Alexis, bow legs. Uh-oh. <laughs> Jessica, Alexis. Alexis, L.A. Kings. Alexis, Miranda. Alexis, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. Pasadena Princess. Ooh, naughty. Uh, Alexis T. That's me. Um, <laughs> Alexis, LV real estate. That's serious. Alexis, LV super hypey. <laughs> Alexis, or Tiffany Alexis slash singer. 
all those Alexis's out there, I hope you're listening to the Private Talk podcast right now. You better like and comment on this and let us know your story. About. I like your notes, though. I mean, mine are a little bit different, but I, I would put like where I met them from. But yours are way more fun and interesting. I like the so bow-legged one. Every, I would meet a girl named Lexis. And you always have to say to a girl named Lexus, what do you say? I drive a Lexus. I, no, I used to. I, well, the funny thing is, is I used to get asked that and I'd be like, I don't, but I will one day. So when I first, that was my first car, Lexus. I bought a, I got a Lexus. Lexus <laughs> I totally Lexus. was that girl. I did it. Private talk. Hey. Yes. Yes. All right, guys, we're going to take a little bit of a break and get to one of my favorite parts of this podcast called Truth with Texas. Make sure you like, subscribe on this podcast because um, I think Truth with Texas is going to be a lot of fun. All right, Private Talk, we are back with Too Short with us, and we're about to play Truth with Texas. We're going to see a little bit more, how much more open we can get with you. I feel like you've been pretty candid with us, pretty honest. Everything's at name dropping. Yeah, I mean, I did that for you. It's okay. I got you. Can't, um, she can find me. That was so long ago. All right, so we're going to play this game, Truth with Texas. You're going to pick a card, and whatever card it is is going to be a different type of question. You think you can handle this? Yeah. Second from the Get left. Get it. All I'm right. Starting Ace, off with the aces. Ace of clubs. So it's a kinky question. Mm-hmm. Kinky, kinky, kinky. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you like being tied up, or do you like prefer tying your partner up? Um... Too paranoid to get tied up. You think she's just gonna leave you there and just be like, "Bye, bitch." Now I'm more like a, let me lock all my jewelry in the safe or something <laughs> first. <laughs> that kind of shit. I, I think like that. Like you ain't about to. You need to have a safe firm, anyways. <clears throat> Not finna rob me. Um, um, it's too much like a robbery. And see, let me me tying up somebody. Actually, I need I need everybody to be. Arms and limbs free and doing shit. I you need, like lots of action. Like yeah, I don't even want to be in one spot for that long. Like you can't change positions and and I, I'm not I'm not good with vulnerability in the, in sexual ways. In I'm a not, sexual way, I'm not. I'm really not. I'm not. So you like to like control the whole situation. So you don't even like a girl like there's in a two like a two part situation. You know, like one smothering you and the other being a situation. I don't have to call shots, but I'm not going to. Be Lose handcuffed control. to something yeah. and then have to deal with the dumbass shit you gonna do to me. So you won't let me handcuff you and like throw away the key? Not gonna do it. I seen a movie. <laughs> you thought about it though? No, I'm saying I seen a movie where the, the dude handcuffed the chick, had freaky sex, and left her there for like months. Yeah, that's a little crazy. And he was just feeding her little plates of food. <laughs> what kind of movies do you be watching over there, too? <laughs> Showtime, HBO. Showtime HBO. Have you ever been caught solo? Like, you know, if you're like masturbating and somebody walked in on you? Um, I'm an open masturbator. I don't hide. So, yeah. So, you like, just like do it with the doors open and you're just like masturbating? I'm the boyfriend that would jack off next to you after we had great sex. And I'm still like just pull one more out. Just So, you're like the energizer coming, Bunny? Like, you just like keep but coming you, and coming be, and coming? You, you might be like, Oh, that was great. That's cool. That's sexy. Watching this. Some other chick's like, am I not worthy? Why are you doing that? Like, I'm like, calm the, the fuck theatrics, down. I like. <laughs> I'm just doubling up on the good things. She's like, I couldn't make you come enough times on me. Mm. They like so, to steal all the cum. So, yeah, I'm, I'm not a, I'm not, I don't like to hide. And I actually, 
I've really, over the years, have really had sex with some beautiful women, and I've pulled the covers back, and I stare at you, stare at you while I jack off to you. So would you like her like playing with herself alongside of you at the same time? Are you down with that? Or are you like, you're like no, I, you can't touch yourself and look, I'm inside you. I used to have a, a girlfriend. We used to do that a lot. That was our little weird routine. Because I think it's kind of hot. Like, I feel like it's taboo. Like, not all the time, obviously. But even if, like, in a session, like, I think, what if I turned over and I was like, wow, all right, you're still going? And she wanted to, um, she, she liked to masturbate while she gave me head. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I feel like the older I got, the more I, like, mastered to, like, giving head to because it definitely, like, before it didn't turn me on. But then it's about the art of pleasuring someone. I'm a, um, what I like to do is not not cool with a lot of women, but I like to fuck a lot, so. Like a fuck a lot? So, like, you're a nympho, would you consider yourself? Not fuck a lot of times. <clears throat> fuck for a long time. A fuck for a long time. <clears throat> yeah, you know, because you pace yourself. You kind of go slow. You go faster, like... You know, it's like I will come and get right back hard and do it again. So, how long is you know like one stopping. of your sessions? I I do like some all night off and all shit towards the bull. So, is this like totally? It'd like, be like is this totally sober? It's like bang 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 twenty minutes. Or is this stop. like drunken high sex where it's like all like night and like a thing? Both, but a lot of I like to do that when I'm drunk and high. Okay, drunken high sex rating one to ten. Do you like it more or less? Um, do I like it better than like so, being sober? Do you I'll, get wilder, crazier on one? No, it's a better emotional attachment when you when you're sober. But the, this it's like but you get freakier whenever yeah, it, like it can, you be, know. it can be more fun. Like <clears throat> like you know I'm with, I'm with my chick, and we um we have wonderful sex. But then this one night we stay in the hotel and we get fucking wasted. We go up <clears throat> and we come back to the hotel. And we wake up, and we kind of remember being in the shower. We kind of remember fucking, the but the room is fucked. The bed is, the mattress is on the floor. The bathroom is trash. Everything's trash. So you know something fun happened. And neither one of us can remember. And we just like. <laughs> That's kind of fun, though. Yeah, we like. <laughs> I remember little parts, but how do, who did this? You get blurry moments, and then something comes up, and you, or you find something. And like, like, all I, I remember you singing in the shower. <laughs> how do, when did we fuck the room up? I like that. All right, let's get on to the next question. You gonna pull my card for me? One more card. Ah. Are they all aces? All right. I thought I was getting lucky pulling aces. They're all aces. Diamonds. Ace of diamonds. They're all gonna be a card. Diamonds. We're gonna be spicy. Hmm. What do you think of your? What do you think when you're masturbating? Like, what do you think of? Do you think about like the session that you just? I only had? have one rule, one rule, one rule, and one rule, one rule, and one rule only. You're not allowed to. I'm not allowed to masturbate to things that haven't happened. So you can't like be a. It can't be a fantasy thing. It has to be a reality. That's okay. what I'm saying. Like I can't even do fantasy porn. Like it's, it has to have realness attached to it. That makes sense of why you don't. You know, get off to like the porn that you're watching. Like it has to be stimulated on certain levels. And even um. It's weird about porn too. I like to watch shit I would I, I wouldn't do. Like I wouldn't fuck her, but I just watch it just like What's your porn search history? Shit, I don't know. I I I'm a I'm a surfer. I just surf. I'm a surfer. Okay, let's get the next one. Surfer. Ooh. This was, is this one love? That's the romantical <laughs> one. 
Um, what is the last song that you fucked to? Uh, the last song I fucked to. I have a TV that's hooked up to a surround sound system that has Pandora built in it mm. or logged in or some shit. So do you have like a favorite Pandora channel? I put it, I put it on like her or SZA or LMA and just whatever songs play. They they put you in, they put a cool, cool put vibe. Put you in a good mood. And sometimes if I'm with like a um like like girls that like girls, they like to listen to like the internet channel or whatever, you know. So I, I I'm I play the Pandora without the commercials in the middle of the night to let it play. Put it down low. It's just like a little sexy playlist that I don't have to Sexy I vibes. That I don't have to um attend to. I like it. All right, last one. Uh uh. We know what it is. I know, but I want you to touch it for me. <laughs> it's the black card It's Spade It's my favorite here At Private Talk Because it's just Like my logo It's a naughty question mm-hmm. So your song Freaky Tale mm-hmm. Was that a true story? It has a lot of truth in it It has a lot of names That are Words that rhyme easy That, that names that rhyme easy With other words um, Freaky Tales is uh, Kind of autobiographical Kind of Kind of it has a lot of true stories in there with the names changed. It has stories in there that are mythical stories, like the TP treatment. People always go, what's the TP treatment? That's, that's all the way at the end of the song. That's somebody's initials. Okay. And that person was so famous at the time that guys wouldn't say her name. They would, if she gave you some head, it was called the TP treatment. Who's the TP treatment? treatment. Who's the treatment from? All I can say is she was a flight attendant. Flight attendant. She was a flight attendant. And she got around. And she just, I guess she likes sucking dicks because she was good at it. I, I got a I taste of it. That's why I was like, I was like, boy, you never had that TP treatment. That's the last thing I said in the song. Like, you can talk all the shit you want, but you ain't, if you ain't never had that. So you, had, you definitely joined the Mile High Club. I have definitely, um, I've never stuck a, a, my dick in a vagina on the plane but I have had lots of chicks play with my dick, like even hot chicks like you just met. I've um, I've banged flight attendants right after the flight, like nice. in the hotel with her, to, to show with her uniform on. I've um, I've met like the hottest passenger who just happened to get the seat next to mine, and we just end up with the blanket over us. Mm, and that's the best we, way. And we just keep in touch and. Just shit happens. Like every, all this shit happened. It should happen. It happened. You have an interesting life. I definitely wish I could be a fly I was in the young wall and wild. In these situations. I was, I was young as fuck and wild, and you know, I got great memories. Great memories. Mm-hmm. Well, I hope that uh, you've, you've enjoyed. I'm going to give you your turn. I promise you. Before we get to you giving me, putting me in the hot mm-hmm. seat, let my listeners out there know where we can find you, where your new projects right now, if you have anywhere, like websites, plug those for us here at Private Talk. Everything I'm doing and everywhere I'm at is at Too Short, T-O-O-S-H-O-R-T. And just keep your eyes and ears open. I'm releasing a lot of music in 2020 and beyond. It's uh, something that I'm doing in the name of hip-hop. I'm proud to say I'm in my 50s. I'm living a damn good life. And I feel like hip-hop is always trying to put itself in a box. 
Not other people. Hip-hop tries to put itself in a box and go, you can't rap if you're this. You can't rap if you're that. You can't rap if you're this age. You can't rap if you look like that. Hip-hop always breaks out that box. And at this point, I'm just saying, when is the expiration date? Nobody has the answer. You heard it, Private Talk. You heard it. So, too short. We're going to take a little break, and then we're going to put me in the hot seat. I can't wait for this one. Bam. All right, we're back, and we are going to put Miss Texas in the hot seat. So you've been thinking about this for some time. I see the smoke coming out of your head. You've been wanting to ask me these questions. Do you have- Actually, I'm just going to wing it. I don't, I don't, I don't um, wing it, baby. I don't wing know it. what I'm actually, <laughs> as of now, I'm thinking of question one right now. Um, you don't need that. I uh, like that button. I'm, I'm, <laughs> no. I'm coming with it quick. Oh, Who likes it quick, though? Sometimes you've got to go to work. <laughs> if you got to go to work and you got like a nine to five and you're like, I got to get this train, probably late, but I'm horny. Bam. Um, it's not even the kind of question you think it's going to be. Okay. I just want to know, will you send me, because um, I look for it, I can't find it. Will you send me some footage of you uh, having fun with a big black dick. I can. I have personal footage of it. Yeah, you, 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 it's not out there. It's not out there on the web, but it's in my personal collection. It is. Because it would, it would, I always want to just see it. You know what I'm saying? Because you know what's funny is um, an ex boyfriend of mine. We were like we were at a club and um, somebody they recognized me. I know you like black dudes, but and they asked the same thing. And so he was like, "No, really." And so he showed him this video and like they gave him their phone for a minute and it was kind of entertaining. But they were definitely (laughs) shocked. But it definitely did that. It happened because people ask all the time. It's a it's a warranted question. You know what I mean? But Mm -hmm. um, no, I did not do any on on screen. I didn't. But I definitely have made some home videos. So Mm -hmm. maybe I'll send you a snippet of that. You know, I'll just cut his face out. You know. It's just a little, little, little <laughs> just a little bit of you working on, you just know. Just a little bit. And that way I can. Uh, you want to see how that, you know, ride it from the back, you know. Just a visual. I'm, I tell you, I'm a front guy, front from the front. Front, oh, okay, but front you know, front. if you turn around and you look them in the eyes, it's you, you get both. That's kind of front to front. Yeah. That's kind of. <laughs> it's like got, the side view. You, you can't, you know, you look. You got to know the. You know, you've though. seen the, you've seen mm-hmm. them, you know. Some girls just be up there in the pillow or something. Like look, look Nobody, back at. No, you, you got to look back at it always. Okay. Question number two. What you got? What you got? Question number two. Um, so you're from Texas, right? I am from Texas. Um, do you come from a big booty family or a big titty family? Like if I go to Thanksgiving dinner or a home or um or a family reunion, is if you're be- coming home with me, you're definitely it's. My parents are from New York, but I was raised in Texas. I'm a military brat. So I definitely... But physique-wise. But that's what I'm saying. So the background, like, you know, it's not as home-fed as you would one people probably think. My parents were, like, pitchfork-wearing overall things. It's not at all with the Your mom still got ass, though. She does not. I Somebody. got it from my dad. I'm Puerto Rican. I'm Puerto Rican, German, Norwegian. So I do get my booty from that's my father. That's a Yes. So, you know, that body okay. on me, definitely got that booty. Um, blonde hair, blue eyes from my mom. and Oh, you're just a little mix. That's why it came out oh, so special. Yes, I feel like it's the best kind. You got a little sprinkle of it all. It makes magical happen. So on your daddy's side, a whole bunch of ass over there. You got yes, my mom has no ass New at York all. My Latina mom has cousin. big natural tits. She's a, like a natural uh, double D, I think. I don't really remember. I don't remember. It's been a while so since. You could have been Alexis Bronx. <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't work in sound as, as, as good as, um, 
you know, Lexus, Texas, but I yeah. see the JLo in you. Okay, I get it now. I get it. Yes, Texas Learn. from the block. Very educational moment. Yeah, see, you learned something. That's what we like to do at Private Talk. You know, we've been friends for a while. I'm glad that you came out to, you know, come to the podcast and grace us with your presence and get to know more about me because we don't get to talk to, you know, a lot. We have in intimate settings. It's more like a loud, crazy environment. So mm-hmm. I'm glad um, that you got to ask me some questions. Is there anything else that you want to know? I'll give you another bonus one. Another bonus one. <laughs> bonus Private Talk. Where are we going after this? Where are we going after this? <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. Let's go. You know, if I wasn't working, then I would um, then I'd probably go somewhere. I I'd came you... here tonight in my Lexus. Uh, oh, did you? <laughs> You're trying to take Miss Texas? <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. Hey, Pete, it's been 10 fucking years, boy. I got her now. <laughs> I'm just joking. Ah, that's hilarious. You know, who knows? He probably does watch the podcast. I still see Pete from time to time. I, you know, I unfortunately do, too. I, <laughs> I just saw him, um, you know, in Avian in Vegas. But, you know, exes are meant to be exes for a reason. But, yes, happily divorced and single. Yes, private talk. That's right. I hope you guys enjoyed this <laughs> podcast. Um, I always love enjoying, I love enjoying doing them, and that didn't make any sense at all. I enjoy doing the podcast every time. Each week is a different guest, and you guys bring something different to the table every single time. So thank you for coming out. I appreciate you. And um, yeah, I mean, you need to like and subscribe to my channel, too. I'm definitely going to subscribe to the channel. Yes. You'll see me at the... You heard him, private talk. Mm-hmm. You better make sure you do that, too. Dreams come true. All right, Private Talk, till next time. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.